Welcome to Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan, sponsored by the Norwin Wellness Center located in North Huntingdon. Dr. Susan Plank is an expert in natural remedies for weight loss and digestive health issues. To talk to Dr. Plank with your health questions, call 412-825-6262. That's 412-825-6262. And now, Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan. Hi, everybody. What a great day. How lovely is this? We've got a great show for you today. And if you have any questions, 412-825-6262. As you're well aware of, February is Heart Health Month, and we're trying to prevent broken hearts. Have you ever heard or known of someone that was recently at their doctor's office, seemed like everything was chugging along fine, right? Everything was okay. And then you hear, you read the obituaries, you hear they pass away suddenly, completely unexpected, from a heart attack, maybe a stroke. When this happens, it breaks hearts on so many levels. The poor person that passed, it's a life that ended way too soon before they reached their prime, their potential. That's heartbreaking. It's tough on the the ones left behind. Spouse, the children, their hearts are broken. And also for those children, that loss, that unexpected, unexplained loss, I don't think you guys realize it stays with them throughout their life. If their father passed unexpectedly from a heart attack, say 48, early 50s, They have a preconceived lifespan. It's now like imprinted on them. They're rightfully concerned that that it's going to be true for them as well. When a parent or someone close passes so young and you're not really expecting it and you're the child, you know, that, that, that sort of shakes your foundation. And so a lot of these folks... Um, they're trying to go about life, but that, like I said, it's imprinted on them. And then as they get closer to that age, 30s, 40s, 50s, I start to see like a little depression. Some anxiety start to come out as they start to get closer to that age. And what's really heartbreaking is the running of just a few lab tests that could have revealed what was overlooked. It could have revealed the cause of that sudden death. The more heartbreaking part than that is even if these tests are truly rarely ordered by mainstream docs. Insurance companies, well, we know how the insurance industry goes, right? They don't want to pay for things. Sometimes they challenge the validity of the tests, and yet there's so much research to back it up. And a lot of times it's been for decades. They just come up with a reason to not pay. So what are you supposed to do? You have to be educated on the importance of these tests. You have to know what tests to ask for. And you have to understand when you're the one that's at high risk. So we've been talking about overlooked conditions that are secondary and sometimes primary causes of broken hearts. We've talked about liver enzymes and imbalances in the thyroid hormone levels and how that can kick up your risk factors for cardiovascular disease, let alone it's just going to make it 
more accentuated if you had a parent or grandparent with heart disease. So thanks for being here today. You're listening to Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan. Again, if you have any questions or comments, please feel free to give me a call here, 412-825-6262. So before we sort of jump into the program, I wanted to take a little bit of time and mention exercise, specifically exercise and weight loss and heart issues. Uh, Many of my clients, they want to lose weight. They're hitting the gym, but they're just not getting the results. And I've seen this, especially this month when I've made sort of heart health the, the special, right, is I'm getting younger folks in and they're exercising and they're not getting results because their heart rate is jumping up really high and very quickly. And when this happens to any of us, it's going to take us out of a fat-burning heart rate range, and it pushes us into a cardiac range, which is supposed to strengthen our heart. But the reason I want to mention this to you is I've had a lot of younger clients, 30s and 40s, coming in. And they have a, they have a family history of, you know, a little bit of a family history, high cholesterol, maybe heart attack or hypertension. Maybe grandparent had a stroke. But their main reason for coming into the office is for weight loss. But when I get their lab results back, I'm seeing a lot of this underlying inflammation, a lot of these, these things that I'm ordering that I say just aren't normal markers that are ordered routinely. And it's really making me concerned for their cardiac health. The numbers, their numbers are just way too high, and yet they had no idea. So when they're trying to exercise, their blood pressure and their heart rate is shooting up very quickly. And this is dangerous because they already have these underlying cardiovascular sort of like inflammatory nutritional issues that, again, no one's caught up until now. And by pushing themselves, which is inherently what we're told needs to be done to lose weight, we need to get the heart rate up higher and higher and eat less and less, which in my opinion is is just truly a fallacy. But by doing this, when they don't have a good understanding, their risk and these underlying markers, and this is true for anybody. This is why I wanted to mention it. I just saw it this month a lot in younger folks, right, which is a little amazing, but um, that extra stress on the heart by getting the heart rate up higher when trying to uh, exercise is a secondary unrecognized risk factor for heart attacks, strokes, things like that. So even though folks are doing the right thing by exercising, it's always very important to understand where you should be for what your goals are uh, and um, just sort of, um, you know, going for it as hard as you can, as fast as you can to get the heart rate up as high as you can is not uh, at all what I honestly ever recommend. Um, so um, so uh, please just keep keep in mind in that. And like I said, that's, that's any age, we want to keep an eye on the blood pressure and the heart rate. Uh, so I have some folks, honestly, it's, it's carrying laundry up a flight of steps. We can see it jump up 
quick. So we wanna we wanna be sort of aware of these underlying these underlying uh, markers and inflammation. So I just wanted to share that with you. Once again, questions or comments, give me a call here at 412-825-6262. So what are some predictors of heart disease? I think we're all sort of aware of the big ones, right? We're worried about our cholesterol. We're worried about forever palpitations, our blood pressure, you know, those, those types of things. But these next ones you might not expect, so please listen in carefully. Actually having specific personality traits. So if you're prone to anxiety, depression, and anger, these hormones, these personality traits put someone at a much higher risk of heart disease. And a recent study reveals a strong sense of faith and hope can actually combat heart disease. But I don't think that really surprises any of us or that we would argue with that. And I'm not sure we need a study to tell us that, but it's actually, I think, pretty obvious. But it is whenever we're really struggling uh, with relationships, because I tend to think we don't pay attention unless our doctor says, hey, you got to get this cholesterol level down. I still don't know how much concern is conveyed for that. But these personality traits are, are, uh, are, are uh, markers, sort of personality markers, that let us know that the person is at a greater risk for heart disease. Here's some physical predictors of heart disease, more common, right? Things we might be more, more familiar with, elevated blood sugar, and specifically if you're already diabetic. If your blood sugar is over 90, if your blood sugar is over 90, this is not the medically accepted opinion, but it's my opinion, you're already well on your way to being pre-diabetic. You wouldn't be categorized as pre-diabetic, but in my mind, you almost may as well be, because if you're not paying attention and a doc's not going to uh, sort of talk to you then when your blood sugar is going over 90, uh, there's nothing to really stop it. And it, it's usually taken years to get to that point, and now it's a runaway train. It's going gonna, it's gonna to keep jumping up sort of exponentially faster and faster. Kidney function. Creatinine levels, creatinine clearance of less than 40. So again, these are going to be some things on your, on your uh, blood work if you pull your blood work out. So, you know, pull out your past labs and uh, take a look. Also, kidney function, it stands for blood urea nitrogen, but it'll say bun on your, on your labs. And that creatinine clearance are two lab numbers I'm really interested in to assess overall kidney function. So over the last few months, I've seen a lot of labs and I'm really struck by how many of these, the blood urea nitrogen, BUN, BUN, creatinine, uh, also uh, uh, it'll say GFR, uh, it's a filtration rate for the kidneys. I'm really seeing these numbers are disturbing and when I talk to folks, they have no idea. It's It's been considered normal 
um, and they're just, or maybe they said, the doc said, hey, we'll watch it. But um, I, I don't know that I want too much of my kidney function to uh, decrease before it becomes a concern, right? At what point are we going to say, okay, now it's a concern where it wasn't before? So poor kidney function can lead to heart issues, okay? So again, that creatinine clearance, if you're writing it down, creatinine clearance less than 40 is a big a big concern for me for, for kidney function, which also leads to heart disease. Um, blood pressure, okay? Uh, blood pressure, if you the top number, systolic number, is over 120, it's too high. The problem is we have it so high on so many people, a huge number of the population, that now that's exactly what docs are saying is we'll keep an eye on it. And the reality is, is it might be approaching 140. Okay? So, again, this is vascular disease, and the vascular disease is going to lead to stress on the heart. Also keep in mind that suboptimal thyroid directly affects the blood pressure. And so if that lower number, so blood pressure should be 120 over 80, so that lower number, the 80, that's the diastolic pressure. It's the pressure inside the walls of that vessel. Um, we want to keep that under 80. But if that's creeping up, a lot of times it's, it's uh, due to underlying uh, thyroid issue. So the way I like to look at the blood pressure numbers is the top number is I always want to look at diet first. So if that top number is elevated over the 120, I really want to take a hard look at the diet. If that lower number is over 80, I want to look at thyroid and I want to look at inflammation. Okay? So um, that generally is my role. There can always be sort of, you know, a, a few things here or there that can cause either one. But that's generally my role that I want to take a closer look at when I'm working with somebody with uh, high blood pressure, hypertension. So, you know, is your doctor going to recognize suboptimal thyroid or adrenal function? And my answer when folks ask me that is like, you know, well, why, why should I do these tests, right? Or, 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 you know, my doctor will take care of it. You know, the reality of it is, is, if they knew it existed or if they were going to look at your labs differently, they would already be doing it, I would hope, right? They've been the one, you know, ordering your labs and interpreting your labs for however long. And so if they're going to look at it differently, then they should already be looking at it differently. So if they're not, and you're listening to this and say, well, my, my doc never said anything about I had to worry about it, um, you know, we have, we have to look. That doesn't mean you shouldn't be concerned. It means in their realm of interpretation, they're going to wait until, okay, until they hand you the script and here's your here's your blood pressure medication or, you know, now we're at the point where, point of no return. So if you're if you're looking to be preventative, honestly, 
many of your symptoms are going to have like the same cause. I know it sounds weird, but the, the, the cause is what needs to be found. So are we looking for a temporary fix? Or are we actually looking to find the cause? Um, so that's where I want you to be proactive. That's where I, I'm really a, com- a proponent of the testing because until we do the, the testing, something like fatigue, you know, it could be hormonal, it could be nutritional, it could be the blood person's blood pressure is so high, it could be thyroid. You know, we can take one symptom and it can, it can have many different causes. The only way to truly find the, the cause for that person's fatigue is to evaluate the numbers, to get the labs done, to be proactive. So, um, you know, I really like it when you guys are involved in your, in your health uh, and, you know, seek out a functional nutritional provider. Uh, you know, run things past, run things past them. So, and if you're, if you're taking meds already, you know, I have, I have no problem with that, right? I have no problem with that. Uh, chances are you went to your primary care and they said you needed it or they sent you to a, a specialist. But most of the folks I'm, I'm working with, they don't want to take the meds or, you know, they, they start to limit them or they they just stop taking them all together or they're afraid more keep getting added in. That's, I think, the, the big thing that, you know, if a condition's reversible, let's reverse it. But, you know, every three to five years... Who wants another med added in? So, you know, these imbalances in these these um, in the blood work, it, it really should be the earlier it's caught, the more it is reversible. Uh, and and so, you know, I hate to generalize uh, because I know there's some docs out there that are really trying. They're trying to be thorough. Uh, it's just sort of the state of healthcare right now you know time's an issue but they always seem to be running late right chances are they haven't looked at your labs until they pulled your file out of the slot and you've been put in the room with the door closed and they you hear them you hear them take the file out of the slot and they open the door and they walk in and they're looking down how are you today mrs jones right and that's the first time they're even looking at your labs and you've been sitting there waiting Right, big revelation. <laughs> what do you feel? Why do Why do you feel back to the beginning? Why do you feel anxious and and angry when you're at the doctor's office? Right, another thing for because you've been sitting there and your appointments at ten, and they walk through the door or they put you in a room at eleven fifteen. So no big surprise that the you know your blood pressure is going to be a little elevated on that appointment, right? Which one of us wouldn't be? So elevated blood sugar, elevated liver enzymes, suboptimal thyroid, the kidney numbers, the creatinine, right, less than 40 on the blood work, blood pressure greater than 120 over 80. And lastly, we want to look at, you know, body mass index, percent body fat. And if we start combining these things, then the, then the risk starts starts increasing quite 
dramatically of a risk of heart. So if we have a woman that's diabetic and then we throw in a little bit of like a low kidney function, that creatinine, not where it should be, or they have too much weight on, on them, uh, they're around a 10% risk a year of having a heart attack, right? 10% a year. And the more weight and the more risk factors they get, that, that percent's going to start jumping up there pretty quick. It's time for us to take a short break. We'll be back in just a minute. Now's a great time. Give me a call if you have any questions. 412-825-6262. Hang tight and we'll be right back. Are you tired, bloated, and struggling to lose weight? For over 25 years, Dr. Susan Plank of the Norwin Wellness Center has been helping patients restore energy, resolve digestive problems, and remove stubborn pounds. Blood work, when interpreted nutritionally, reveals nutrient malabsorption, digestive enzyme deficiency, and hormone imbalance. Fatigue, bloat, and weight gain are symptoms. Dr. Plank uses blood work to evaluate the biochemical and nutritional root cause of these chronic symptoms. Dr. Plank is an expert in blood work interpretation and using lifestyle changes, and natural remedies to treat the overlooked cause of your health problems. If you think you've tried everything but are struggling with low energy, bloat, and weight gain, stop your frustration now by calling Dr. Susan Plank. Get your health and body back. Dr. Plank accepts telenutrition clients, or you can make an appointment with Dr. Susan Plank at the Norwin Wellness Center in North Huntingdon. Call 724-863-5420, 724-863-5420. That's 724-863-5420, and get your health and body back. Welcome back, everybody, to Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan. I think we have a caller. Caller, are you there? Hi, yeah, okay. caller, I'm here. Um, but actually, I was calling for my sister, so I thought maybe I could talk with you off the air. Oh, sure. If uh, if that's what you'd like to do, uh, let me give you my office number, okay? One moment, please. Sure. I'm ready. Okay, 724-863-5420. You'll have to do that again. Um, Absolutely. The pen wasn't working. It's <laughs> 724 Yes. 863-5420. Yes. I appreciate it. And no problem. You just, uh, you know, give me give me a bit, and I'll be back in the office there. But, uh, yeah, uh, just uh, give a call over there. In fact, uh, Kathy should be answering the calls over there, and um, and uh, I will get back to you just as soon as I can if you leave your number, okay? I will. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for calling in. My pleasure. So, uh, you know, and that's always an option. That's exactly what I was going to say. Some some folks can be a little intimidated. It's very intimidating, I think, calling in and and you're not sure how much you want to how much you want to share and that's completely up to you. But I'm always thankful when people do because uh, you know, we're all learning. We're all learning from this and I know there's folks sitting there listening and they're uh they're uh thinking, "Oh, boy, 
you know, that sort of sounds like me, or it sort of sounds like my sister, or it sort of sounds like my son. So um, my office number, again, for everybody, 724-863-5420, and that's the Norland Wellness Center. So just uh, just give me a call. I also wanted to throw out there, you can give the office a call. We have our cardiovascular uh, blood panel that's still on special for this week. So uh, that should be at the Norland uh, wellness.com if you want to go check it out, or you can call the office to get more specifics. So, you know, I can I can sort of list all these things, right? I, 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 I can rattle all these things off and have you guys pull out your blood work. And, and yet, how many of you can be listening with some interest and you don't realize actually that you're the ones that fall into these categories? And the reason that can be is because your doc never stressed the lab work or the doc never made it sound like you should be concerned, right? There is some comfort when a doc will say, well, we'll keep an eye on it or we'll check it again, right? It's sort of like kicking the can down the road. And for some folks, you know, none of us like, none of us like, you know, I'm, I'm still amazed at people like <laughs> come, in, come in to see me. Who wants to, who wants to go in and, and talk to somebody? But, but I want you guys to realize that the sooner we get there, or the sooner we, we find these things, the better chance we have of balancing and potentially reversing something that's out of balance. So rather than just start to, you know, do what I've done and just list a, a bunch of blood work and, you know, put you guys to sleep here in the afternoon, what I'm going to do next is I'm going to share some symptoms that sort of go with each one of these things. And so I want you to pay attention to these symptoms because chances are you're experiencing the symptoms and I would see changes in your blood work, those nutritional changes, but your primary care doc doesn't look at blood work that way, and so they haven't seen the changes yet in your blood work. They're just worried if it falls in the lab normal range. So, so here are some symptoms to go around with it. So do you get tired between meals? So this includes brain fog. Are you ready to take a nap after lunch? or you're sitting at your desk pretty much this time of day, and you could just put your head down to fall asleep. Does that happen to you? Is it mid-morning, mid-afternoon, and you can feel your mood starting to change? You're just sort of not a happy camper. These are symptoms of blood sugar irregularity and imbalances. Do you crave sweets? Right, so not only is it the the emotional parts we can see with the with the blood sugar, but you also start to have physical cravings. You crave sweets around mid morning, mid afternoon. Maybe you crave coffee, salt, sugar, nicotine if you're a smoker. For folks, when the blood sugar is now it's on its way down, folks will crave these types of things to keep themselves awake, especially if they have to be functional or at work, okay? It's a sign that your blood sugar is dropping and you're craving these foods or the cigarette, whatever else, to give you a pick-me-up. 
Okay. So when I hear that those are the symptoms, the mood is changing, and this is really, folks, between meals, really between meals. And when it starts, it can happen really quick. Like if I don't eat something right now, I'm going to start to get jittery or, heaven forbid, I'm going to tear somebody's head off, right? That's blood sugar. Um, Do you get gassy? Do you get bloated most of the time, especially after eating? And then especially after eating, fatty foods, are your bowel movements light-colored, maybe even greenish? Do your bowel movements float? It doesn't have to be all the time, but does it happen every now and then, or again, especially after a fatty meal? If so, then your liver isn't optimally breaking down the fat in that meal. And some folks will actually even like look at the water in the toilet and it'll actually be like an oil slick. So think of, uh, you know, if you're, if you're boiling water for pasta and you pour the oil on the top so the pasta doesn't stick together, that's sort of what the toilet bowl looks like. You'll have the water and then this, like, oil slick on top. Okay? Those are the liver enzymes we talked about. That's when I get worried those types of symptoms, then I want to check your liver enzymes. I'm worried for you. Are you experiencing cold hands and feet? Do you tend to be more constipated? Your hair is getting thin or even falling out. You get out of the shower and there's a clump of hair at the bottom. And maybe it's not you, but maybe it was a person before you and your family that got out of the shower and didn't clean the drain and you see that their hair is falling out. Is your TSH on your blood work, is it over three and a half or four? Are you allergic to or you don't eat seafood or shrimp? These are all thyroid issues. And they can lead to the suboptimal thyroid. You know, fatigue is in there too. But some people, some people, the thyroid's going and their their energy is hanging in there because they just have so much on their plate, so much they have to do. But they're starting to get all these other little symptoms. Is your urine dark? Is it a darker color, almost a, a, a dark, like a dark gold or brownish, versus bright yellow? So bright yellow, that's common for a lot of us taking supplements, okay? That's going to be B3, the B vitamins will do that. But if your urine's getting pretty dark, okay, um, or if you're going to the bathroom a lot, especially at night. Now this, let me clarify. Some folks wake up at night and they're laying there awake and then they think, well, I might as well get up and go to the bathroom just because they've been laying there. Other folks wake up in the middle of the night because they have to go to the bathroom. So this we have to clarify, right? So if you wake up at night and you have to you have to go to the bathroom, you're probably one of these ones having these kidney issues. Another one, a big one is you're trying to drink water. But if you drink water, you're just going to the bathroom. You're just going to go pee it out in about, I don't know, 10 to 20 minutes. As soon as the water goes in or the herbal tea or whatever you're doing, as soon as it goes in, it's coming right back out again. Okay? Kidney issues. Also, I want you to pay attention if you're already on a blood pressure medication, a hypertensive med, pay attention for that urine, too. In fact, if you're taking 
if you're taking supplements, your urine might not even get to the point where it's that bright yellow. And if that happens to anybody's, but especially somebody with blood pressure issues, uh, you know, then we want to we want to uh, find out why, because that means your body's chewing through a lot of B vitamins. It needs a lot. Okay. So pay attention to your weight. Pay attention to your blood pressure. These are all symptoms that relate back to your body's imbalances. These are the symptoms when I can just sort of talk to somebody or if somebody calls in, right? A lot of times when when you guys are nice enough to, to call in, you start to share something, I start to pay attention to the symptoms and I already am forming a picture of what blood work I'd love to see for that person because I want to see what lines up, okay? So we want to look for the common denominator. So many times when I'm interpreting someone's labs, I'm finding the common cause to various symptoms. So just like I said before, somebody could have fatigue, right? So is the fatigue potentially thyroid or is the fatigue because it's between meals and their blood sugar is dropping? You know, we're, we, we need very different ways to look at those, very different nutritional lifestyle um, uh, things we have to do and very different supplements. So, you know, those are things. And then, you know, and it might have absolutely nothing to do with the adrenals, but somebody might be taking an adrenal supplement thinking, well, I need that for fatigue. And yet, you know, the issue is a dropping blood sugar or suboptimal thyroid. So that's where, you know, again, are we looking for a Band-Aid, temporary, or are we looking for the fix? So, you know, for all of us, I'd really like, what's the fix? So, um, you know, I want to get down to the cause. What's the cause of the symptoms? And a lot of times when I'm looking at the blood work, I'm interpreting the blood work, I start to find these common denominators. And that becomes the root cause. So now we don't have to chase five rabbits in a hole. We have one or two that we can focus in on. So we don't need five or seven different supplements. We need two, maybe three, and we need to maybe change the diet a little bit, right? So we get to, uh, to really uh, clean things up and really target it a little bit more. So again, imagine someone has you know, high blood pressure, hypertension, and their dog puts the doc, doc, not their dog, their doc puts them on a medication for blood pressure. And that person's cholesterol is already creeping up as well. And they have a family of history of heart disease, stroke. And the doctors, because they're concerned, right? We, we got to put you on the on Lipitor or something to lower that cholesterol. So that's the part I want you to see, right? Like what we just talked about, that those things can have multiple different causes and the medication becomes the band-aid the medication for the cholesterol becomes the band-aid the medication for the the high blood pressure becomes the band-aid now i'm not giving you permission right now to stop your your cholesterol lowering medication or to stop your your blood pressure medication please that's not what i'm doing 
But what I'm saying is there's usually underlying causes and those become the symptoms. But it's not the root cause. And that's what we want to get to. Okay? So, you know, that's a lot of what I see when folks are coming in and they're already on maybe a couple of medications. The medications are going after a problem, going after a symptom. Right? But it's not the cause of the symptom. It's the band-aid of the whole thing. And the medication is actually targeting the wrong, the wrong organs, the wrong systems, even though the symptoms showing up, the blood pressure, the cholesterol, end up being cardio, cardiovascular markers. The problem could actually truly be thyroid. So I hope this is making, making sense for you guys. Right? So those are usually the ones where when folks are on, put on the medications, they just don't feel good. They don't feel any better. And it can be the same thing if somebody's, you know, they put somebody on Synthroid or Levothyroxine for thyroid, and they don't feel any better. Because then we we have another issue, right? They went for the thyroid, but... It's not a hormonal issue. It's a nutritional issue, a cofactor issue, an inflammatory issue. They didn't get the right cause. So they just threw the thyroid hormone at it. So we always have to look for the cause. Otherwise, whatever we're taking, whatever we're doing, uh, we're, we're, we're probably going to throw something else out of balance. Right? Because not, we're not addressing actually the root cause of it. And again, that does it think of um, folks really that, that are taking, man, I have clients two, three, four different high blood pressure medications. Um, that, that's, that's really becomes uh, depleting to their whole system because it's, those medications are, are like you walk into your kitchen sink and you just, or bathroom, you just turn the spigot, right? That's what those medications are doing to the the kidney functions and the filtration rate, like I talked about. They're just flipping them on, and then you turn around and walk away. Could you imagine doing that? Walking into your bathroom sink, flip it all on, the spigots, and then walk out. Well, that's, that's in essence, you know, that's in essence what's going on. The more, more of these medications, the water pills and, and these things. Um, and, and, you know, it's great if it works. But for folks being on that many of them, and it's still not controlled, chances are something's been missed. Okay? You have to find out what's going on. So, you know, keep in mind also that another underlying culprit many times in heart disease, especially with high blood pressure, and these sort of sudden cardiac deaths or strokes, is unrecognized inflammation. So inflammation is always going to come from food or infection, in my opinion. Even, can there be a genetic component? Absolutely. But it still has to be triggered. And food or infection is going to trigger it. So I always want to look at those things. Right? So if you're one of those ones that has that uncontrolled blood pressure, 
that's what we'd have to look. Do you, do you have an underlying infection, something going on, probably something in your belly, right? Or are you eating the best foods? Do we know what the best foods for you are? Because that's what we got to find out. What's the best foods for you to be eating? For whatever your condition is, whatever the symptoms are. So, you know, many people suffer from autoimmune disorders. And what's the number one medication used for autoimmune disorders? It's steroids. And that's to knock out inflammation, right? What's the next one they use? Antibiotics. That's to knock out an infection. So, you know, even in autoimmune disorders, I feel the same way. We've got to look at what's the source of that inflammation, what triggered, even if the person it's a genetic rheumatoid arthritis or something that's been multiple generations, what triggered it? Because usually it doesn't happen when the person's child. It usually is later in life. So why was a person chugging along and then whammo, they get knocked off. The joints start to swell up and, you know, get stiff, painful. So inflammation is the body's natural response to something foreign that's come into the body. And that foreign substance is now, that's the inflammation, right? It's food coming in. Think of what, what's foreign that's going to come into the body. Food or some type of bug, virus, bacteria, parasite. So that foreign thing comes into the body and now it triggers it immune system. Okay? It triggers that immune system. And for everybody, the immune activation can be different. So for some folks, it might be, you know, acid reflux. For other ones, it might be hypertension. The vessels are inflamed. The inside of the vessels are inflamed. We're not always going to see the same symptoms Due to the same cause. And that's why research on these things, and that's why it's, it's so complex. We're not always going to get the same symptoms, even though it's the same cause. Everybody's body is going to react to it differently. So, you know, we have to be aware of these things. And then we have to know what to look for and how it might affect one person it might be the same as somebody else, or it could be completely different. But so think of if you're somebody out there that has, maybe you've had a heart attack. Maybe you have high blood pressure. Do you have any other types of things going on? Any other immune disorders? Autoimmune disorders. Is there rheumatoid? Is there Hashimoto's a thyroid? Because it tends to be once the person's immune system gets triggered, if it's activated, the immune system is activated by, not to say it's casein, a protein found in dairy. So every time that person is eating cheese, yogurt, ice cream, anything that has dairy in it, and yogurt's a big one, because people think, oh, it's low fat, it's so healthy. But Heaven forbid, if your body, that casein in that dairy 
is the protein that's triggering inflammation in your body, it's going to inflame blood vessels, or it's going to give you migraines, or it's going to give you acid reflux, or maybe all of them. Okay? So we need to start to make sure we're very familiar with painful joints and inflammation, but I want you to, to realize that inflammation can sure rear its ugly head in a lot of different ways. Okay? Okay, I ran over a little bit there. Let's, uh, let's take another, another break. Uh, we'll be back in just a minute. Great time again. Give me a call, 412-825-6262. We'll be right back. Thank you. Are you tired, bloated, and struggling to lose weight? For over 25 years, Dr. Susan Plank of the Norwin Wellness Center has been helping patients restore energy, resolve digestive problems, and remove stubborn pounds. Blood work, when interpreted nutritionally, reveals nutrient malabsorption, digestive enzyme deficiency, and hormone imbalance. Fatigue, bloat, and weight gain are symptoms. Dr. Plank uses blood work to evaluate the biochemical and nutritional root cause of these chronic symptoms. Dr. Plank is an expert in blood work interpretation and using lifestyle changes, and natural remedies to treat the overlooked cause of your health problems. If you think you've tried everything but are struggling with low energy, bloat, and weight gain, stop your frustration now by calling Dr. Susan Plank. Get your health and body back. Dr. Plank accepts telenutrition clients, or you can make an appointment with Dr. Susan Plank at the Norwin Wellness Center in North Huntingdon. Call 724-863-5420, 724-863-5420. That's 724-863-5420, and get your health and body back. Hey everybody, welcome back. Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan. I'm Dr. Susan Plank, the director of the Norland Wellness Center located in the wonderful, beautiful downtown Irwin. The office number is 724-863-5420. So we're talking about inflammation, right? Inflammation, if we don't find the cause, which is always, in my opinion, food or infection, the big two I look for, if we don't identify the cause and we keep living with it, it's going to get deeper into the body. It's going to start to affect other organ systems. It's going to create chaos. So, in my opinion, majority of the entry points is through the digestive system. And that's why I always want to look at, right, the ABCs of the digestive system, acid reflux, bloating, constipation. Any of those, in my mind, inflammation-related. It's also how, you know, yeah, we can get a cut. We can get a cut on our skin. I've had more and more folks with sort of they've had surgery and, you know, a bug's gotten in there, maybe had to stay in a in a, a skilled care facility or a nursing home when they were getting over a surgery, that opens them up to sort of certain bacteria and things um, that can get inside. But a lot of times, uh, if those aren't common situations, then we're looking at ways that this stuff gets in and then how does it activate, activate the immune system. So ABCs of digestion, A, acid reflux, B, bloating, C, constipation. D, we could even go to D, diarrhea. Okay, all symptoms of underlying inflammation that if let go can then lead to inflammation elsewhere. 
But for some folks, they don't even have any digestive symptoms. But they might have hypertension. They might have that inflammation in the vessels. Okay? They might not even have that, but guess what they might have? What we started the show out with, they might have anxiety or depression. And it can be a cause inflammatory. So research is finding the connections between the quality of someone's diet and this inflammatory potential in depression and even bipolar disorders. So, again, we tend to always think of physical manifestations, but I want you to realize, right, the mind-body, the mind-body connection, inflammation and in these things can cause depression, anxiety, bipolar disorders. So on blood work, what am I going to look for for, for causes of inflammation? CRP is a big one, C-reactive protein, HS, high-specific, high-sensitivity CRP, homocysteine, which is one the insurance hates to pay for, but I love to do it. Gives me great information about B6, B12, folic acid. Other inflammatory ones, eosinophils, and your ferritin levels. So if your ferritin levels are really up there pretty high, you're a walking time bomb. Cardiovascular disease. I hate to tell you that, but you are. Okay? Red blood cells start to get awfully sticky. Start sticking together. What are other positive factors for heart disease? Hypertension. Insulin levels, insulin resistance. That's one of the primary causes of high blood pressure. Stress, where are we at with the adrenal stress hormones? Hmm? We talked about we talked about, you know, the blood sugar. Ideally I'd like to see it at eighty four. Right? But if it goes over ninety, you're on your you're on your way. And higher it goes, more the insulin level insulin resistance is going to kick in too. So this is where I want to tie it into. Remember I said earlier, hey, if you're trying to drink water and, and, and get water into you and you're drinking water and just a couple minutes later you're, you're running to the bathroom, this concerns me because it tends to be the cell membranes. Those cell membranes are sort of junked up. Okay? So if that's what's happening with water, that the water's going in but it can't even get into the cell membrane. It just heading right back out again. Going in north, heading out south, and not getting into the cells, and if water can't get in there, then I don't know how effective your energy is, your nutrients are getting in there. I doubt, if water's not getting in there, I can pretty much guarantee you that the hormones aren't attaching to that cell membrane. The nutrients aren't getting through that cell membrane. Okay. Uh, insulin, which is a you know a hormone that helps control our our, uh, our energy intake into the cell, that's 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 what happens. It becomes the cell becomes resistant to allowing the insulin to even carry the glucose into the cell. Okay, so so that's what we want to look at. You know these symptoms. What are the symptoms? You're drinking water, it's going in, going in north, coming out south pretty quickly. Chances are your, your cell membranes are 
sort of junked up and we got to get those cleaned out. Just drinking more water is not working because you just end up running to the bathroom all the time. Okay? So we've got we've to figure out a way to clean up those cell membranes because otherwise if you're spending a small fortune on supplements and trying to balance hormones and all this other stuff, it's just not going to work for you because none of that stuff can get through the, through the cell membrane or attached to the receptors on cell membranes. Okay? So that's, that's the sort of outside-in part of the cell. But then yeah, I want you to realize that the water, hormones, nutrients can't get into the cell. That cell's a living being. Any of the junk inside that cell can't get out, right? You've heard me so call before, constipated cells. The little individual cells can't get rid of the junk. So now we have these cells becoming just sort of junked up. Not only the cell membrane, but the inside of the cell is just full of waste. Okay? So for those folks, you might have sore, painful joints, stiff muscles, fatigue, you know, bloating, acid reflux, weight gain, and weight gain where you just feel puffy. You know, you just, you just feel like... You put on slacks or a dress or, you know, a bra or something. Underwear. You, you just feel puffy. Everything just feels tight, you know, in the arms, uh, around your waist. Everything feels puffy. you got probably bags around your eyes, underneath your eyes. Your eyes are all puffy. Maybe you can't keep vitamin D levels up there. Maybe you've been on prescription vitamin D once or twice and you just can't keep it up there because it can't make it into the cells, right? They're giving you these very high levels, and it's it's going in, and it's going back out, right? Yeah, vitamin D and and some other vitamins are they're fat soluble, so we need to get them into the into the membrane. You know, low mineral levels, osteoporosis, osteopenia, those types of things tend to be harder to get the mineral levels in there. Like I said, a big one, just a big one though, is the fatigue and justice sense of feeling puffy, just, you know, people say, I eat, and I, I just feel like I'm just blowing up like a balloon. Sometimes I even see people will take pictures of true, will take pictures of their abdomen. Well, listen, look at this. This is my abdomen this morning before I eat, and then I eat, and look what happened. They just puff up. So all the organs of the body are just working so hard, but nothing's getting done, Okay. Another big one, the tightness. If you're if you're wearing socks and you take your socks off at night and you see a ring from your socks and your calves, like your your socks are too tight, that's the puffiness. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, just drinking more water doesn't help, but you got to you got to drink water. So those of you that aren't even drinking water, you're trying to make it through the day on, you know, two to six cups of coffee, and then you have your happy hour drink or whatever else it is. You need to get some water in you, but we need to make sure it's actually getting into the cell. Okay? The supplements aren't going to help because they're not getting into the cell. Hormones aren't getting into the cell. Okay? The only way forward is really, because it's just everything's junked up, we've got to really support the liver. And these folks are really walking around the walking wounded. Yeah. Yep. So, you know... We can't make a big fix. 
sometimes until we fix what's going on at the cellular level, and that's where we need the symptoms coupled with the blood work. Uh, and that's exactly what's happening in a lot of chronic diseases uh, where more and more organ systems are becoming affected. So the only way forward really is to, uh, you know, we have to have a plan. We have to be strategic. We have to get back to basics, focus on the diet, and, um, you know, figure out what's going on. So if I can help guys, give me a call at the office, 724-863-5420. As always, thank you so much for listening. It's a pleasure. Have a great week. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan, hosted by Dr. Susan Plank of the Norwin Wellness Center in North Huntingdon. Dr. Plank is an expert in natural remedies for weight loss and digestive health issues. To make an appointment with Dr. Susan Plank of the Norwin Wellness Center, call 724-863-5420. That's 724-863-5420. And listen again for another edition of Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan, sponsored by the Norwin Wellness Center in North Huntingdon, here on KHB Radio.